The latest X-Men movie, Dark Phoenix, is going to be released on 7th of June, and there's some more news coming out now. That's what we're talking about in this episode of Legends of Podcasting. Now, joining me in the Wave Rider this week is... Ross. And I'm Liam. So let's let's jump into it. So, Ross, why don't we start off? You came across some news uh, you were just starting to tell me about. Uh, it was something to do with Dark Phoenix. Um, what did you hear? Well, I've heard that... Oh, this is um, according to Yahoo. They had an interview with James McAvoy and Sophie Turner, who play Professor X and Jean Grey. And they're saying that the whole third act of this movie has completely been reshot, which is quite a bit... That's, that's pretty <laughs> I mean, significant. I don't know, I don't, yeah, and they're saying that the location has changed. Like They're saying originally it was all being shot in space, and that's where the whole third act took place. But they've redone it now, and apparently it now... Is on a, a train. Um, I don't know where this train is, but it's on some sort of military train, and that's where the whole sort of mm, final act mm, fight happens. So I don't know if the same thing still happens. You know, the, the actual main plot, everything happens the same, it's just in a different location. But they've just said it's changed a lot. Um, McAvoy says the final has changed so much, and it's for the better. Um, and this is the, this is the really interesting line that caught my eye when I was reading this. He says, there was a lot of overlaps and parallel with another superhero movie that came out re, and he stopped himself saying a word that starts with R-E, and then he changed it to a while ago. So I don't know if, you know, the the contract with Disney overtaking Mm -hmm. uh, buying out Fox has made them rework the ending to fit in with their universe. That's exactly what I was about to throw out that theory as well, is that, if yeah, they redid so, the whole you know, third like, act and they probably redid that after the merger happened or when they knew that this yeah. was definitely going through, and uh, maybe they are trying to tie this in now. Yeah. Because like when he said, like, if there's a movie, super movie that ca- a superhero movie that came out recently, if it was, say, Infinity War, when the snap happened, is it because they're all going to disappear at the end and then they will then reemerge when... Endgame is then apparent. I don't know. It'd be it's going to be. I was just so intrigued by that line that I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> I want to go and see this movie now. Luckily, I've already got tickets. Man, <laughs> wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be cool? It'd be so if good. then at the end of the movie, that's when the snap happens, and then half the characters yeah. just disappear, and then that way you know that the next film will be in the MCU, and they'll explain sort of how they came in because like have you seen you've seen the new um spider-man far from i have yes yeah where they kind of they're introducing the multiverse now and that's where mysterious the multiverse the (laughs) spider-verse well i don't know i feel like it's going to be a mixture they might put the both together because they could have you know if they're going to do that's why they haven't announced any of these mcu movies going forward because they're a spoiler for endgame that yeah Good point. Whatever they did, they've opened up universes and they can now, you know, there was a small breach um, when the portals opened or whenever they re they re-put the, the stones back together and unsnapped it. They made a tear in the in the universe. And that's where Mysterio's come from, maybe. And then if you've been watching Agents of Shield, they've also now got tears in the universe. And they could be such a good way of that's how the X-Men and Fantastic Four come into this universe that's cool. and that's why they've never been shown before because they weren't from that universe but now 
there's that tear or that change that's happened has now a great way for them to come into that. Universe. I really like that idea. Yeah, I think it'd be and great. And that's just like in the comics. Whenever the comic book um, publishers will bought like another comic um, company, that was the way they yes. like bring it in. It's like, wait, well, we've got it's, a, it's another universe, it's another world. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense that you don't have to go, well, why didn't the X-Men turn up in the first Avengers movie and try and save New York or the Fantastic Four? Because that's where the Baxter building is. Do you know what I mean? They all live in New York. Why didn't they turn up? And it's because they weren't in that universe at that time. It makes the best way to do it with making it make complete sense and not ruin any continuity. It's the best way if you want to do it without rebooting. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's because it's pretty clear that with the Marvel movies so far, like they're not going to reboot any of those characters like for a while. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just going to shift the focus onto different characters. Um, yeah. They'll just continue the story. Won't they with different people, different things. Yeah. So that's what they're going to uh, like continue on there. So, uh, but X-Men hasn't existed in this bit. So, but then again, because of the, the history that comes with the X-Men characters, like, um, like their role in history at uh, different points, like it would be hard to, it would be hard to, um, to suddenly introduce them into the universe, into the MCU without them having come from another universe. Yes. You know, because how do you justify so that we have it, mutants? Yeah. And we've always known we have mutants, but we've never featured them. Yeah. Unless you just say, oh, well, they were all inhumans. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, know, I don't know. You felt like before they got this Fox deal, they were trying to push the inhumans rather than the mutants because they had the, those rights. Yeah. But it never caught on. Nobody well, that's the really thing. enjoyed it. Yeah, that's I think the, the, only reason, the only reason why they were going down the inhumans road was because they didn't have mutants. Um, yeah. And it was the closest thing they had, so they went with that. Yeah, so. which, you know, it, it makes sense, but Inhumans was never going to have the same appeal as X-Men. Yeah, no, nah, no way. So, um, huh, this, I, I like this idea. That, um, now, uh, along with these lines as well, I can see that on comicbook.com, and this was posted two days ago, apparently the new X-Men Dark Phoenix teaser contains the first reference to Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, really? Yeah, now I haven't watched this, uh, this teaser yet, but um, this is what the description says on uh, comicbook.com. A new video promotion of X-Men Dark Phoenix makes the first reference from a Fox-owned Marvel character to the Disney-owned Marvel Cinematic Universe. Though this reference might more definitively separate the two universes, it's the first sign of any crossover between the two franchises since Deadpool called Josh Brolin's cable Thanos. In reference, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. later <laughs> in the same, hang on, but what's this reference it does? In the new promo video above, it is revealed that Rogue's favorite move, uh, I guess they missed the letter off there, I think favorite movie is Captain Marvel. Okay, it's a, um, wise, uh, it's a wise double promo of sorts considering Disney's Captain Marvel movie comes available to buy, yeah, um, Okay, interesting. And the reference builds on the long-standing rivalry between Rogue and Carol Danvers from the pages in Marvel comic books. Yeah, yes. um, that's interesting that that's her favorite movie. It, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna steal your powers. Um, so I think that's just a fun little reference that they've thrown in there. I don't yes. think that's an indication of anything. Um, 
But that is cool that they put in there because that does also bring the question of like, if the X-Men do get brought into the same universe, Rogue needs to meet Captain Marvel at a point. Like, definitely, that has to happen. But Captain Marvel, she's just had her first movie. Like, they can't, like... uh, Yeah, they can't get rid of her and put her in a coma. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the trouble is, Brie Larson has, has kind of tarnished the MCU a little bit with her comments. A lot of people don't like her, so they instantly don't like Captain Marvel. So if they're thinking about it, it's a perfect way to get rid of her. (laughs) (laughs) But they're not going to do it because it's Marvel's first real female superhero that they've um, had. Like, that's the thing that Marvel's always been struggling with is they don't have the same, like, the same well-known female uh, superhero characters that DC has. Yeah. Um, So... I feel like most of their female, decent female characters are from the X. Well, that's the thing; they're all supporting characters. Um, yeah. So they have some great characters, but they're supporting. They don't really have any that are front and center. And no, nothing like Wonder Woman. Exactly, no, nowhere near it. Um, so, so yeah, so I don't see them getting rid of Captain Marvel anytime soon. But uh, you know, maybe they give her a three movie arc, and then maybe you know, if you put her on the same trajectory as like a Iron Man. You know, um, I guess we're going to assume here's spoiler warning. Anyone listening to the podcast who hasn't seen Endgame, like just stop listening because <laughs> I thought I was the last person to go see Endgame. So if you haven't seen it and you're listening to the podcast, then like, come on, <laughs> go out and find a cinema yeah. that's still showing it. You've, You've had, had enough, had enough time. time. <laughs> like you can expect spoilers at this point. Um, but yeah, so uh, we know Iron Man's dead. Um, so, but Iron Man comes to an end at the end of the, uh, his, that phase of the, of the cinematic universe. So maybe they would, could do a similar thing with Captain Marvel. And at the end of her run, if she's now going to be taken over as like the lead person in the universe, which would make sense yeah. that Marvel would probably want to do that. Um, you know, to have yeah. a female front and center, um, maybe her run would end instead of her death in her going into a coma with Rogue getting her powers. But then that... uh, I mean, that's a weird thing as well, because... Well, we have... In the new X-Men timeline, we haven't had Rogue yet, actually. No. No. So, yeah, so you could introduce... You could hold back introducing Rogue um, for a while. Until they're ready to get rid of Captain Marvel. Because it has to be at a point where Rogue isn't familiar enough with her powers you know she's not as yes. in control of them and uh, experienced so um yeah so yeah they'd have to hold back introducing rogue which means i'd like to think they'd hold back introducing gambit you know yes i'd like to see rogues starting off as the bad guy you know working with mystique not you know being a bit naive and then she gets tricked by mystique like in the comics yeah. and takes um, Ca- um carol's powers then realizes and then becomes one of the X-Men. They could do it that way. Yeah. Because it'd be, it'd be a great way to differentiate the rogue that we see in the MCU to the old one from the Fox movies because she never had Miss um, Marvel's powers, did she? Yeah, she they never... Come, they went the new route with her. So it'd be great to see that with a different... You could you could tell this one's different because she has the super strength and the, and the flight and everything. Yeah. Right? I think that's all the news we know for Dark Phoenix. And we don't have very long mm. left now to find out, you know, uh, exactly what this is going to be. Yeah. So 
really looking forward to seeing what this uh, uh, what the ending to this is going to be, and also looking forward to the actual Blu-ray release of this for the deleted scenes. Um, <laughs> yes, it'd be interesting if they yeah. put that on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, would they include the auto- the original ending? Yeah. Although that film's had so many reshoots. And the release date yeah. pushed back so many times. Um, I yeah. wonder if this is connected to um, the, uh, the the deal. deal. I'm sure I yeah. heard... You feel like it has to be for that many rewrites, don't you? you yeah, to. and I, I feel like I heard a point that this movie was meant to actually mark the end of this X-Men franchise. That this was going to be the last one of, oh, okay. this, uh, of this run. Foxes, yeah. Um, so even yeah. before like the deal happened, I like I'd heard that that this was gonna this was gonna oh, mark okay. the end of it. But um, which is kind of funny then that this would be like the last one, and you look at the trailer for it, and you see the costumes that everyone's wearing, and you're like, seriously, like the last movie in this rain in this run, and they finally have suits that look more like yeah. the actual comic um, how they are in a comic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess then they've completed yes, the journey, the hero's journey. They're finally the X-Men that we wanted. Um, yes. But at the same time, this is where... Uh, so, I was, you know what? I was about to end this podcast just then, end this episode, but I think like, we've got more to talk about here because do you want them to be brought into the MCU as they are right now, which is a version that isn't the version from the comics, or would you actually prefer to have them rebooted somehow into this universe Um and have one that is actually more accurate, more closer to what we got in the comics. I think it's difficult. Um, I mean, I love, I love the Fox, um, well, most of the Fox movies of X-Men, but there are visually, they don't look like my X-Men that I grew up with, you know, Jim Lee drawing them with Chris Clement writing. Then the Fox cartoon that came out in 92. That, that when I think of X-Men, that's what I think of. And I, don't see those characters in those movies, unfortunately. There's some little bits there, here and there. Like Hugh Jackman, for once, as Wolverine. He's great as Wolverine. He acts so well as him, but he doesn't look like Wolverine to me. He's too tall. He's too good looking. You know, to me, Wolverine's a small little hairy animal. That's what he should yeah. be. And he's, he's, he's just too good looking for that, <laughs> <laughs> even though he plays him really well. Um, but I feel like I would love them to reboot it, but then I'd also like it to sort of tie into the history we've already known so they don't have to reintroduce you know the school that oh yeah this is the school where all the mutants come where you learn you know you learn your abilities we already know that it's like with the spider-man they've rebooted it three times we don't need to see uncle ben dying again do you know what i mean it's like but i feel like if they did it they brought in these because it's what have we got we've got storm scott gene quicksilver what else have we got that's probably you could have them come into it from the fox universe into the mcu wait a couple of years let those become older and they're the more adult x-men and then you bring in the new young blood where it be rogue gambit jubilee night on a nightcrawler's already in yeah. it. um and then you could so you could change the actors so they look more like their comic book counterparts and have their costumes correct but you still know that they are the still same cyclops and gene that we've already know i gotcha so yeah just so they've had a chance to grow up more and so that they are the teachers yeah they yeah and they know their powers they know what they're doing 
and they're they're more like their comic book counterparts. That's, that's I think that's the way I'd like it to go if I had to choose. Oh, I like that idea because yeah, it does give a chance to because there are lots of characters that are not in the actual uh, the new X Men timeline. There are a lot of characters yes. that haven't been introduced yet, so that does give an opportunity to kind of reintroduce those characters or reboot them, um, those characters. So it's what you're saying. It's kind of like a soft reboot of the, uh, yeah. of the X-Men franchise. Yeah. Keep, keep the history or most of the history. So we don't have to re re go through it as a viewer again, but it can then just start in a more, I don't know, more action place. So you can just get right into the nitty gritty of Magneto coming back again and wanting to just kill everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's, um, I think, I think for me, I I don't want another origins. uh, Like, sorry, we don't have to go for the bloody origins again. Like you just said, like with Spider-Man, like, come on, like we don't need it. Um, No. So I don't want to have to go through uh, another origin stories with X-Men, but I would like, to actually have it just fully reboot, fully start this again, do it properly. But I don't see a way how you can do that in the X-Men universe. Um, so, mm. so then it means like, well, if they're coming in from another universe and they're joining in through a tear in the universes, then if we're doing that, then you might as well. It's a, it's a nice little, th- um, little thing to do to uh, connect the existing uh, Fox Universe with the um, the yeah. Disney MCU universe. That's a uh, you know that's a nice thing to do. That so I could see like the soft. If you're going to go that route, then I think the soft reboot way that you were just describing is probably the way that I'd most like to see it. If we're not doing a yeah. full proper reboot, and again, I don't see how we can really do a full and proper reboot in this universe um, unless somehow the <laughs> X uh, mutants were kept secret for a really long time <laughs> and yeah i i just don't see how that would work yeah because it's like if you if you had the multiverse aspect into it and then like all of a sudden the x-men just appear through a portal for instance and they all look exactly like their comic counterparts none of the actors are the same it looks like a complete reboot would you like that and go right well, the history maybe a few things happen like they did in the fox one but not really but you're like, this is the X-Men, that's what they look like, just go from there. Would you like that? Where you're like, well, this is, they're not from the Fox universe, but they're from another universe that's similar to the Fox yeah, one? Yeah, I'd go with that. Would you like I'd, that? I'd go with that. Yeah, yeah go with I'd that. go with that. If like, you just bring yeah. them in, you're like, okay, these are the X-Men. They don't. Look, it's none of the same actors that you've seen before. You know, they're, they're new yeah. actors. They're people that actually look more like the roles, and they're wearing costumes that you're expecting them to see instead of the other ones. Um, yeah. You know, so it's like these are and just and go, just from, go there. from here and like yeah. just accept it. You know who they are because they've had enough movies before now that everyone's yes. familiar with the X Men. So yes, I would um I would like that more, I think. But that would mean that you yeah. wouldn't need in Dark Phoenix, there wouldn't need to be no. a connection with the MCU uh in the third act. Um yeah. so I think unless unless they do the tear before the end that X-Men that we just described, the perfect X-Men from another universe, come in, help them save the day, 
Yeah, those ones die and then they go into the MCU. <laughs> there we go. That's it. <laughs> That's perfect. Or what if they're not going to do this? But as um, uh, <laughs> like, if you looked over for DC, and we know that we've got the big DC event at the end of the year of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, as we know from the comics as well. But the result yeah. of that, the different universes being combined, you ended up with everyone's origins being rewritten, and you got these new versions of everyone. And it was uh, so you got this new version. Everyone looks a little bit different. What if they did yeah. that? in the Marvel Universe, and they're like, all right, we're just going to squish universes together because it turns out we have our own monitor and anti-monitor. Um, or maybe Thanos' click actually does a lot more than we realized, and it actually did yeah. just combine all these universes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, now everyone's changing. That would be a way of bringing in an X, uh, you know, a new, new X-Men into it, and forcing yeah. a history into the MCU uh, because you've just rewritten the whole universe. But that's never going to happen. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, hey, we'll have to wait we and are going to have to wait and see, and we're not going to have to wait long. So, uh, so yeah, no. so if you're listening to this, uh, to our podcast, what are your thoughts on this? Do you want to see the existing... Fox universe, X-Men universe actually combined with the MCU. Do you want to see that happen uh, with the current timeline? Do you want to see that? How would you like it to play out? Let us know in the comments. I'd be really interested to hear some other opinions, other theories on this. Um, so let us know in the comments. Uh, you find us across social media, anywhere. We're pretty much on all of them. Just search for Legends of Podcasts and you'll find us there. And uh, be sure to click the subscribe button wherever you found this episode you're listening to now. Click that subscribe button so you get a little notification whenever we release a new episode. And be sure to head over, head over to our YouTube channel where you can find regular reaction videos to... Gosh, Ross, you guys are doing pretty much everything at this point. Yeah, we're just finishing off the uh, CW shows and then we'll be moving on to uh, the new Swamp Thing from the DC mm -hmm. Universe. Uh, Young Justice when that comes out uh, to finish off that and we're also continuing on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then Krypton yeah I was about to say let's not forget Krypton season 2 <coughs> really looking forward to that yeah, yeah definitely alright so uh, alright well that's it for now um, so that's bye from me bye from Ross I don't know we need to end it somehow with X-Men <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>